skeletons and shivers down your spine. Shrieking skulls will shock your soul and seal your doom night. Welcome back to another Crypto Daily 3 at 3. What's going on, guys? Uh, happy Halloween. It is Thursday, October 31st. Uh, and it is getting spooky up in here. So um, today we're just doing a quick one. Uh, I wanted to do a fun little exploration, right? So for those who don't know, um, I was a history major. I've always been obsessed with history. Uh, I think for me, it's obvious that the past has a huge amount to tell us about what's happening and why it's happening and what might ne happen next. And I loved how history, um, at least theoretically, kind of avoided too much theory and trying to map events onto some explanatory idea versus just presenting them and letting you figure it out. And so in the spirit of things that happened and us trying to figure it out, I wanted to look at uh, this interesting question, I think, which is why did Satoshi choose Halloween 2008 to be what has become known uh, as Joe Weisenthal here says, White Paper Day. So 11 years ago today, uh, Satoshi Nakamoto uh, sent off the Bitcoin P2P eCash paper to uh, to a, uh, a, a basically an email thread of, of uh, interested parties. Um, and that really kicked off this whole thing and, and, and why we're all here. So today you've had a lot of folks celebrating White Paper Day. You have Joe here, like I said. You have Jameson Lop, who did this, had this great uh, Halvanine um, uh, meme from Fneep, uh, who's an awesome graphic kind of memer on crypto Twitter. You've got Binance celebrating it on October 31st, 2008. Satoshi Nakamoto published a Bitcoin white paper. Happy anniversary, BTC. You've got Jake Shervinsky taking it to a different level, saying, I will joyously celebrate the Bitcoin white paper on its 11th birthday today, but I will not worship it. Have you seen the news lately? This is no time for sacred texts or divine prophets. We have too much work to do. Um, and so, again, for me, the, the interesting question here is, why Halloween, right? Um, Satoshi Nakamoto, whatever person or collection of persons that embodied that pseudonym um, were, was or were very intentional, right? These uh, They made decisions very intentionally, right? And we saw it again with uh, Chancellor on the brink of a second bailout uh, when uh, in the Genesis block, right? Um, these were calculated decisions. They were meant to be symbolic rather than random. And I have a hard time personally believing that it just happened to be that day, right? So the question is, what was it? Well, let's look at a couple possible interpretations. Uh, one interpretation is about historical symbolism. So uh, Leo Weiss, who is a Bitcoiner who lives in Hong Kong, um, you might even actually know him better for his uh, his recent coverage of the Hong Kong protests than anything else. Um, he wrote this, uh, this piece basically reminding us that that was not the first time that political symbolism had been associated with October 31st. Uh, that was, in fact, the day in 1517 when Martin Luther nailed his 95 theses onto uh, the church door in Wittenberg. So this is what kicked off the Protestant Reformation. These theses were uh, basically a, a rallying cry of um, about how the church needed to change, and it would go on to have dramatic impact, right? It would start the Reformation, uh, which was a, a hugely um, influential uh, moment in history on, on a political level, on a spiritual level, on, a, on an economic level, just given how entwined the church economy was with uh, major European economies. So uh, this is a, a, 
uh, a connection that he, he that Leo plays out here. He says, where Satoshi took offense with bank bailout, central banking, and possibly the debt nature of money, Luther took offense with a different kind of debt. He was outraged at the concept of plenary indulgences, where sinners would be able to reduce their time in purgatory through payments or unpaid work. Under Pope Clement VI, these indulgences were considered treasury of the church, essentially financing, keeping the lavish lifestyle of the Vatican afloat with the sins of the believers. Um, thesis 32, they will be condemned eternally together with their teachers who believe themselves sure of their salvation because they have letters of pardon. Uh, Luther directly attacks the authority of the Pope, starting a process of reformation that would, 100 years later, lead to Europe's most bloody conflict ever, the 30-year war. Um, both Satoshi and Luther chose October 31st to announce their ideas to their respective audiences. Both carefully chose this day for its symbolism of death and renewal. So, okay, so one option. We have the possibility that Satoshi chose this uh, histor for historical analogy, right? There's a historical analogy to this seminal moment in the history of uh, of of kind of European history, religious history, economic history in the in the form of the Protestant Reformation. Um, but then there's what is the symbolism underneath? So Dan uh, Held explores why the 31st would be uh, would be an, an important day in general, right? This is obviously Martin Luther in 1517 is not celebrating Halloween with the Scream movies and Michael Myers and all that. Uh, it's obviously something different. So uh, so Dan Held here, he says, I believe that Satoshi published the Bitcoin white paper on 1031 as a hat tip to the ancient Gaelic festival of Samhain. The event marks the end of harvest season and the beginning of winter. Bitcoin marks the end of fiat and the beginning of a new monetary standard. Um, so Samhain is actually super interesting uh, in Christianity. Christianity. It's referred to as All Saints Day. All Saints Day was moved to uh, co-opt and kind of, uh, you know, uh, embody that or, or uh, embody that pagan holiday in the same way that uh, Christmas was moved to towards the winter or solstice. Um, but this day, the thing that's so interesting about Samhain to me, and this is something I've spent a lot of time with recently because my daughter actually was born at 2.14 on Samhain, on November 1st. Uh, so she started coming on Halloween and came in on, on Samhain and, or on All Saints Day, depending on what it is. Across so many cultures throughout history, this is the day where the veil between this world and whatever other world there is, is the thinnest, right? So obviously we have Dia de los Muertos is another one that's on that same time. Uh, and if you look through kind of history of, of religious belief, this day of um, of transition, of renewal, of beginnings and ends, and of the, this tiny, tiny, um, the thinnest uh, fiber between, between worlds, that's consistent. And so maybe that's part of it as well, right? So Leo kind of connected the dots in terms of death and rebirth. Uh, Dan connects the dots in terms of the end of harvest, the beginning of winter. Maybe that's part of it, right? So it's it's not just Halloween as we know it, but the the underpinning. So we have this idea on the one hand of uh, of uh, historical analogy. We have this idea on the other hand of um, of kind of the symbolism underneath that uh, that historical analogy. Then you have a comment which I thought is also pretty interesting on the same thread from uh, Bitcoin Music Television that says Satoshi chose October 31st since it's the last day prior to voting on any U.S. major election. If history, uh, if Tuesday falls on the 1st of November, that is election day. Having paired with election years as well. Elections affect the economy more than any other tradition. So maybe there's a, uh, a motivation that has to do with the U.S. political cycle. Ultimately, we don't know. And part of, I think, the reminder and what makes this such a fun thing to debate is that 
Satoshi, by being pseudo-anonymous, by removing him or herself from the proceedings of, of Bitcoin and the way that it's evolved for you know the last seven or eight years, has allowed mythology to take root in the system. And mythology is the way that things become cultural and enshrined uh, and, and bigger than just a set of events, right? Um, part of what makes Bitcoin so fascinating is that founding mythology that is so, uh, it's like an immaculate conception, right? Right? as compared to everything that's come since. Now, we can debate a huge amount about that, but what I think is undebatable is that it is the most unique launch of an important project, company, network, whatever you want to call it, in modern history. There is nothing like it before. There's nothing like it since. It's hard to imagine uh, how something like it could ever come again. Um, without just referencing the, the the launch of Bitcoin. And so I think that that's kind of what makes it fun to go back and actually ask the question about why this person or persons might have chosen this specific day. Uh, but of course, at the same time, we can also, even if we don't know and will never know exactly, just celebrate how far it's come. So uh, Crypto Scam Hub here says, 11 years after the Bitcoin white paper, over 55,000 nodes, 96 countries, uh, with a graphic actually that's from this report. Coinbase did a, a great report. 11 years ago today, the Bitcoin white paper was published, forever changing technology, finance, and our relationship with money. Here are 11 quantitative indicators around Bitcoin's continuous momentum and growing global utility. Read more. Uh, and it has great stuff. I highly recommend it. It's an awesome piece. Um, I think for me, you know, when we write the story of 2019, I believe that it'll be the year that we shifted from magic internet money to uh, to the, the central, one of the central economic battles and political battles of our time, which is the battle for the future of digital currency and the battle to extend influence through currency. And you have emerging now in the wake of the Libra announcement, the US and whatever it's going to do on the one hand, China on the other hand, and kind of as this weird third party candidate that is uncontrollable, that is not affiliated with any of them, it's Bitcoin, right? Bitcoin is this thing that exists and maybe it won't have the utility and the convenience of those currencies at the same way, but what it has is something that is uh, that is so inescapably different in the, in the fact of of its censorship resistance and the fact of its permissionless nature and the fact that it is not controllable uh, by the state in the same way as, as any of these other alternatives might be. So I think 11 years in, uh, it's fun to ask why we might have chosen or Satoshi might have chosen uh, Halloween. I think it's just as fun, though, to think about just how far things have come since that happened, uh, since he's shared the Bitcoin white paper with that listserv in 2008. Um, so anyways, like I said, guys, just a fun little one for today. Uh, I'm going to be off for the next couple days. Uh, we are going to go celebrate the baby's first birthday, and then we're going to celebrate my sixth anniversary. So I won't be back until Tuesday. And for the first time ever, that includes Long Read Sunday. I will not be publishing uh, LRS on Twitter on Sunday after 70 issues. It's the first break. Um, I will, however, be writing a little uh, essay, just kind of a micro essay on the LRS email list. So if you do want your little dose of uh, Long Read Sunday, I encourage you to, to sign up for that. Um, I'll share the link uh, in the notes. And as always, thanks for listening. If you're listening, thanks for watching if you're watching, and I will be back on Tuesday. Happy Halloween, guys. Bye.